everyone, welcome back to another edition of Degrassi Commentary via Wasteland High. Dom here. It's your boy, Nathaniel. Let's crap it in. What up, what up, what up? Man, oh, it has been such a long time since we recorded. It's like I haven't seen you in months. Nathaniel, mm-hmm. my greatest, bestest friend in the entire world. What's up? How you doing? Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. The freelance life got some work coming in, but it's, uh, yeah, I mentioned to you just before we started recording. Quick turnaround. Had a bunch of technical issues this morning. Had other stuff uh-huh. I had to... Like, I just, you never know when work is going to strike and you're never really prepared when it does. And so I've just been stressed all day and uh, haven't eaten dinner yet. But now you you get to let your hair down and do the thing that you love most, talking about little teenagers (laughs) in the grassy. You're texting you were supposed to be getting your work done and you're like, I just can't stop thinking about the show. I just, I can't wait to podcast with you. And I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. You need to focus on your job, and you're like, "Fuck that! Let's do it right now." And I'm like, "I'm at work. I can't." Um, man, freelance life. Part of me loves it and wants to live that type of life that you're living that <laughs> that creative freelance type <laughs> of thing. But uh, I become a slave to the nine to five, Monday through Friday. Oh yeah, you know, like I'm all about that shit. It's not even nine to five. It's like seven to three thirty. But as soon as three thirty hits, don't even fucking look at me. Don't talk to me. I'm gone. You don't see me. But such is life. I've chosen the life as a cog in the machine, and you, my friend, are creative. You're out there in the wind. You know, you're doing your shit. So, kudos to you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can start whenever you want. Do you want to, I mean, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to talk about? What's up? Oh, man. Um, I don't think so. I think I'm just, I'm ready to unwind with. You have a pube okay. stuck in your fingernail. A cube? No, I said a pube, like a pubic hair. A pube. Yeah. Um... And you looked, you looked. <laughs> Well, I thought you said cube, so I was. What did you look? What was that? I don't know. I thought maybe there was a tesseract forming out. Mm. Of my... I don't know the laws of the fucking universe. Like, what do you want from me? Says, says a guy who doesn't care about Marvel. That's a different podcast. But now you're you're throwing out tesseracts. I think tesseracts a concept outside of Marvel, but um, is it? I think so. Man, I'd really have to look into that because I don't think you're right. I think you're you're a dumb idiot, and you're not right about that. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to call you. Like, I'm not going to check it. I'm not going to check it. It's a shape. It's a geometrical uh, concept. And then I think the line under that says popularized by the Marvel Cinematic. No, one's, no one said popularized. I just said a shape. Mm. It's, a cubic mm. shape. it's a four-dimensional. Marvel put Tesseracts on the map. No one was saying the word Tesseract. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, look, let's get into these episodes. We are on season seven of episode ten. Better off alone. Uh, are you ready? Because I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm soaking wet over here. I'm ready. 
Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. You don't sound like you're ready, but let's get into it. All right. Press and play in three, two. Oh, shit. I didn't meet my TV. One. All right. Oh, boy. We're back on the gridiron. See, you wanted more of that Friday night, night lights energy. Here we are. Mm, it's not the same. Football sucks if it's not in Friday night lights. Yeah, if it's not scored by explosions in the sky. And I mean, it would help if it were filmed at night, make it look more cinematic. I know, just that cool. dusk. Yeah. Dusk in that Midwest emo. Can't do it without it. This is a, a 3 p.m. football game. On a Thursday afternoon. It's Ugh. terrible. Ugh, Jenna. Ooh, not a fan of Jenna still, huh? Someone needs to take her to the woodshed. Oh, boy. Mom. Casey's mama. Okay, but would you, though? Would I what? You know what I'm saying. Would you? Casey's mom? Hey, I'm just saying. I, uh, you would. That wasn't my initial nah, you thought would. when seeing you her. Like, like, you like them brunettes. You would. I have to get to know her. Okay. As soon as you saw Bianca, you're like, finally! <laughs> so Casey's mom is back in the mix. I mean, she looks a little strung out. Mm. Well, she used to be a junkie. Mm-hmm. It's a, I still think she's got it's lingering. Nah, she used to be a piece of shit. Slick There's back hair left in her uh, system. Mm, maybe. But Casey, he's not buying it. He's got a nice home life. He's got a girlfriend, friends. It's like you're gonna fucking harsh my buzz, mom. Take that, Casey's mom. Piece of shit. Yeah, stupid junkie. Oh, here we are in creative writing. Claire got a C. And she's average. Would you consider this uh, a Claire glow up? Mm, let me get a good look. Uh, I mean, compared to where she started, yeah, but she's been this way for a little bit. Hmm. Maybe it's just like the camera. Hmm. She just looks different. Oh, wow. Mr. Mr. Hearst is sitting in front of her. I see. Yes, he is. Eli. That's my yeah, we are name. now introduced to Eli. You have a cousin named Eli? Yeah, I do. Is it short for like Elijah or is it straight up Eli? Uh, I don't know what's on his birth certificate, but everyone in my family only refers to him as do Eli. You not, do you not know your cousin's full name if he has like you? How much older is he than you? He's in his early 40s. OK, that's fair. He doesn't live around here. He lives mm. in a different state. OK. 
So we're getting plots all over this bitch. Uh, Claire and Eli have been paired up as writing partners. Allie wants to fuck Drew. It's a whole thing. Now Allie and Drew are having a little meet cute in the hallway. Remember Drew, who weaponized homophobia against Riley last week? I do. Is he going to wep- weaponize racism against Allie? Maybe. Damn. Casey and that beanie. Come on, man. Get your shit together. <laughs> if it's not the nostrils, beanie. it's the beanie. It's always something. You just shit on the boy KC for no reason. He's from a broken house. Mm. He lives in a moldy fucking halfway house. Yeah, it's a little flop house. That is true. Oh, he said his mom used to be tweaked out. So I guess it was meth that she was on. She looks like a meth head. God, Jenna's got this neck. One of her necklaces is like a little electric guitar. She's such a fucking like 40 something. <laughs> like, like she hangs out at like just trash rock bars or something. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like hooking up with uh, guys and dudes in classic rock cover bands. Most definitely. I agree with that. Uh, so we cut to Clara's house. Her parents aren't vibing. The vibes are off. Damn. Now, you being a child of a broken home, uh, can you tell me anything about this? Like parents arguing and everything? Because I come from a nuclear home. Both mother and father still in the picture. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just like a Rockwell painting. Like no... No yeah. yelling, no shouting, no arguments. It was just serene peace in my home mm-hmm. 24-7. So right. I can't relate. Um, well, I, my parents got divorced when I was really young, so I don't really have any mm. uh, memories of them. You blocked them all uh, out. Huh? Uh, yeah, maybe they're just repressed. Ooh, speaking of the damp. Oh, yes. Cave house. Damn, Casey is over here dragging the fuck out of his mom. She was like, I've been sober for two years. And he was like, well, it is hard to get crack in prison. So, I mean, like, I don't really get what he's worried about. He's like bigger than her now. (laughs) Yeah, he he could do the whole the classic push her down, son. He can just push his mom down. <laughs> yeah. What What is she gonna do? Like he just said, "Oh, what? Like she's not gonna lock us in lo- or lock me in the closet?" And I'm like, w- "Just break through the fucking closet door. Like burst through it." Well, like, I guess Kool-Aid he's man. Yeah, def- he's got some um, issues with his mom, yeah. considering she was using when he was like a little kid, and she used to lock him in closets while she was getting high. So he feels a little apprehensive about moving back in with her. Damn, yeah, be proud of her. I don't know. It's hard for me to like wrap my head around this only because this kid, KC, he's living in a house with like, I don't know, 
an unknown number of dudes. There's just like a house full of dudes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that doesn't seem fun. But also moving back in with your junkie mom who swears that she's changed, but you really don't know. That could also be like really detrimental and taxing. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess this is a, a real coin toss. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure he falls asleep and there's like a leaky drop. Mm. Yeah, like on right his on head, his forehead every night. Yeah. So I don't know. I would. I think I would personally roll the dice with my junkie mom. You're a dreamer. Oh yeah, I forgot Dave was uh, on a whole alley kick like two or three episodes oh, yeah. ago. Oh yeah, he's all about alley. I mean, this is basically, I think I said this before, but a rehash of the JT Manny plot from like season three mm. when JT was trying to get with Manny and he had like a crush on her and everything because Dave is our next JT. So he believes that Ali may or may not have a crush on him and is just like kind of playing it cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, he couldn't be further from the truth because... Allie wants to get all up on Drew's dick. So we'll see how that plays out. So we're seeing a little Eli Claire banter. And I got to say this because like this generation is after my time. When I saw this kid, I was just like, come on. Are we serious? But he does turn out to be a pretty cool character. It was um, just a little much at first. His just his whole vibe or his clothing or, or I what? just I think I saw like pictures of him or like screen grabs or something, and it felt like a little much. Like his his entire demeanor. Because he is He's not the new Craig by any means. Mm. But he does sort of slide into the role of a creative, volatile, like, I don't know, dude. So when I saw him, I was like, nah, this ain't for me. But as I rewatched the series, he did grow on me. So I do, I fuck with Eli. Huh, okay. We got Look, President we're, Sav. Yeah, we're finally seeing Sav in the not quite an Oval <laughs> Office, but it's just sort of a, a room outside of. Who knew being student body president basically made you the vice principal of the school? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so uh, Allie's throwing a party tonight, like a small little get together, specifically so she can hang out with Drew. But she doesn't want to make it seem so obvious, so she's throwing a party so that way Drew can come and they can flirt and all that shit. But Dave believes it's a party so he can flirt with Allie. Classic hmm. little mix-up. Classic. Did you ever have like big-ass headphones just around your neck at all times? Mm, not that size, but I definitely had headphones around my neck at all times in high school. 
and I actually still do. Like, I have my beats that I wear at work at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been on those uh, wireless earbuds for years now, so mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I have my big headphones for work or like right. on my work computer, but just out in the world, it's too much to burden my neck. Yeah, it's too cumbersome. But I run hot. Like up in Canada where it's like three degrees at all times, I feel like that's basically a scarf. <laughs> yeah. Eli and Claire having some little rom-com shit going on where he's challenging her to like scream, let her feelings out. She's wound up too tight. Yeah. Okay. I'll say this about Eli so far. There's two things that I can't get on board with. (laughs) One is his hair looks like a wig. Oh, it's not. But it will look even more like a wig later on. I'll tell you that. Damn. What just happened? The vibes, bro. But, okay, aside from that... They almost... Claire and Eli just almost kissed. He, Yeah. But here's my second thing really quick. Okay, hit me. Hit me. He's got this just perpetual smirk that I can't... <laughs> I, I can't do it. No, you're right. I was wa- like, as I was watching, I was like, this guy, like Eli's like, he's wor- like his face. He's just acting his balls off with his face. Yeah. I'm but, like, just, yeah. just relax. Like you're doing too much. Is yeah, he though? Just like, like the, well, I'd be exhausted if I had to have like one corner mm, of my mouth, like pursed, like, yeah, yeah I know. At, at all times. Like it's just. Yeah, I'm sure his face hurts after every take. Mm-hmm. But uh, the actor who portrays Eli, he's one of the better actors on the series as a whole. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to vibe with it. Uh, we're watching Dave get not shot down by Ali, but they're doing that classic thing where they're both talking about two different things. Ugh, yeah. Ali's talking about wanting to fuck Drew, and Dave believes Ali is talking about wanting to fuck him. Damn, so Casey's Basically, mom's... Ha- oh, yeah, it's as dingy as the fucking yeah. flop house. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, yeah. This is just how they live. It might be a little less damp, but... Still dank. Low light. Yeah. So, yeah, Casey and Jenner are having dinner at Casey's mom's apartment. Casey's like, oh, I love my apple pie with ice cream. And now that Casey's mom has gone to leave to go get the ice cream, Casey has decided he's going to rummage through all his shit to find out, like, if she's really clean or not. Hell yeah. I mean, I can't blame him. Every addict yeah. puts their their stash in their just top <laughs> desk drawer. Definitely. So now they're playing Never Have I Ever. Uh oh. Oh. And I can't. Shit. I was going to say, I, I can't remember if I played, but I, I'm pretty sure I definitely have. But it was more so like 
instead of taking off clothes, you just take a drink. So, yeah, it was a little bit more adult than this. Nathaniel, are you, are you beating off right now? I, what are you doing? I mean, Allie is like... Yo, Allie and Drew, they're <laughs> basically like no one else is here right now. Yeah, and poor Dave is just like popping his <laughs> head up in the corner like, hey. Uh. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> you know, I've never done that. <laughs> poor Dave. Uh, yeah. I feel bad for the boy Dave right now. It's, yeah, I don't know. Gotta read the room. And the room is there's sexual intercourse happening. Yeah, Yeah. via eye contact between Allie and Drew. Oh, getting a little IM going on between Eli and Claire. See, this is peak teenage shit. You know, you talk to someone at school and you you feel like there's a vibe, but then you get home and you start IMing and it's like you're a completely different person. You know, you can say shit a little bit more freely than you normally would when you see them face to face. Yeah. But again, this they're taking a page right out of uh, your childhood with these parents fighting and bickering in the background again. Like when I would come home, my mom would be in the kitchen making dinner. My dad would be on the couch smoking a pipe. The dog would bring him his slippers. Read it a was, newspaper. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty quaint. It was pretty quaint. Mm-hmm. Two you parents. Did, can't you can't beat gr- it. Yeah, you did grow up in the, the <laughs> late 50s. Yes, yes. I'd come home from the soda shop. <laughs> playing uh, marbles and jacks with the boys outside. Damn, Drew. Jesus taking the belt God. off. Yeah, he just said, never have I ever wanted to make out with someone more. Or some shit. I don't know. Like, what, what, like what is everyone else even doing here? Like, no one, like, just get out of there. Like, yeah. no one else is really engaging with it. Everyone's just kind of no. like not saying anything. It's specifically a never have I ever between Allie and Drew. Yeah. Everyone else is there. Like, I mean, maybe they have a kink. Like, they like to be watched. That's how they get off. Damn. Damn. They're like making little smirks at each other while Dave is in the dark. Come on, man. They just cut Dave hard. Yeah. Just cut Dave loose, man. He, He doesn't deserve this. Allie just made Dave the biggest cuck. Ibuprofen. She's a fucking junkie. Wait, was she? Was she She, what? Was she? She wasn't an alcoholic before. She was. It was like Casey's mother. No, no, no. It was. It was either meth or crack, but. A lot of people say if you are a drug addict, you're supposed to maintain 100% sobriety from all uh, substances. But I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. But, you know, either way. Mm -hmm. 
Casey took uh, his mom's bottle of booze and stuffed it in his bag. And now Drew is back because he accidentally left his watch behind. Now you're asking me like, yes, you're asking me what type of character Drew was going to be. This is the type of character. He's just the dumb pretty boy who fucks everyone. So, yeah. I don't know that... we No, we've never... No. Like, Craig scored a lot, but he was just messy as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, he was was just toxic and, uh, like, he was a heartthrob, but, like, not on purpose. You know, like, he didn't know that he was doing these things. Drew, Mm -hmm. on the other hand, he's fully aware of what he's doing. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like a, gar- a guitar necklace, and I think a guitar pick necklace along with it, or it's a heart. I couldn't get a good look on uh, Jenna. Now your new girlfriend Bianca's in the mix. She just saw Casey drop that bottle. She's like, let's party. Damn. This episode is just like half these fucking characters are like <laughs> with Bianca. Let's pause before we get into it. All right. With like Bianca just then and that whole fucking like never have I ever seen. Like half these fucking uh-huh. characters are like uh, communicating like they're in a fucking like <laughs> that those scenes in James Bond movies where there's they're like mm. you know he's flirting with someone at like a casino or something like yeah. it's just that like stretched out into a 30 minute episode like pretty much you got a plan for that bottle it's like Jesus Christ like you're at a coffee shop chill no they're at the fucking dot it's not a coffee shop anymore right. it's a full restaurant all right um but are you ready to dive into the next episode yeah. all right mm-hmm. let's get into it We'll, we'll talk specifics after. Uh, all right. I'm playing now. I like, oh, yeah. Pause for me for a second. Okay. Then I'll. All right. I'm cool. seeing Bianca and some guy and KC. Uh, hey. Whoa. Yeah. Are we getting... What? Are we about to do like a. Like a flash forward cold open, and it'll be like 12 hours earlier. Nah, this is it. Uh, they hung out at the dot, got the bottle, and just like got drunk in Bianca's car overnight. Classic, yeah. So, the guy in the back seat is Fitz. He was friends with uh, Riley and Blue previously. Kind of. Hmm. Yeah. But now he's a bad kid hanging out with Bianca. And now KC, he's, I don't know, is he breaking bad? This might, this is sort of reminiscent of uh, when Sean started started going off the rails in uh, season three, hanging out with the candy bandits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it very well could be. I mean, it's the classic tale of uh, 
I don't know. He trying to like not follow, like making such an effort to like be a good boy, be a good boy, and, and not following his mom's legacy. He's just stumbling down that path. Mm. <clears throat> Hey, remember when Darcy was here, like at at the school? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, like, this is Darcy's family, right? Yeah, it's yeah. So fucking weird to think about. And the parents, their marriage is on the rocks, and Darcy's little sister is really going through it, wondering if her parents are gonna break up. You would think, and it would probably be like cool if they could have. Claire like try to reach out to Darcy or even have Claire say like oh yeah I've been messaging Darcy about my mom and dad yada 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 I try to talk to her but she's so busy in Kenya anything like that but they give mm-hmm. us nothing damn wait who is that teacher uh, that's Miss O yeah, we saw her in the first episode of season 10 when Snake presented the class with balls for them to sit on. Mm, okay. Why, are you feeling some type of way? I don't know. Like, she was in the background, and I was like, wait a minute. I feel like I haven't mm. got a good look at her. Uh, she's also in the opening credits, but we typically skip those. Mm, okay. Yeah. Man, these new high-def cameras are not doing any favors for these kids and their acne. I'll say that right now. Like, they legit hired teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. Poor fuckers. Ah, Casey and Owen getting into it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this guy. I mean, not really, but. What, Coach Armstrong? No, what was his name? Owen, you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, you kind of clued me off to it, but I didn't get like a great read on him just from the, his mm. brief appearance before. So, yeah. But, yeah, he looks like a hothead. Yeah, he's just dick. And I think IRL, he's. Uh, MAGA all day. Oh, really? I believe so. He should uh, reach out to What's-Her-Face from uh, the OC. Oh, yeah. Samaria Armstrong or whatever her name is. Mm -hmm. Do you remember having to grapple with the fact that your parents were getting divorced when you were like three? And you're in preschool and you're like, I I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I had no idea. You're telling me you weren't at preschool. Like it was snack time and they're just like, Nathaniel, come eat your snacks. You're like, I can't. My parents are getting divorced. You're like beside yourself. I literally don't have like any like. Just so much funnier for me to imagine a little toddler all Mm -hmm. upset about it. Yeah. 
if this is a rough subject for you, I'll get your parents back together. Damn. After all these years, I mean, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I know they live in different States and everything, but I think I can make it work. Damn. KC. I drank it. I drank all of it. All right, everyone. Thank you for bearing with us. A few technical difficulties, but we're just going to dive right back in. Nathaniel, my brother in Christ, are Mm -hmm. you ready? Ready at 622. You're at 622 right now. Yeah. All right. Hold on. All right. Perfect. Let's first play. Let's get into it. Casey's yelling at his mom. He found some gin there. Yeah. So I think what I said uh, when we were got cut off. Ah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So his ba- his fear basically is that there's just too much temptation and like unruliness, I guess, uh, outside of the group home for him. Like he might have yeah. an addictive personality. Well, not even that he may have an addictive personality. It's that she might. And him just being back in her sphere might make him spiral. Like, not necessarily, like, do something, like, drug-wise, but do something reckless. I mean, we already saw that, where she came back into his life and he instantly was, he was lashing out, he was acting out so he took that bottle and drank it you know right i think it's he feels triggered even being around his mom right now it just reminds him of his uh tumultuous upbringing Yeah, the more I see Eli's big-ass headphones, the more I can um, recognize the fact that that was definitely my aesthetic in high school. Not necessarily mm. that size, but I always had headphones on, you know? Right. So the whole crux of this Eli-Claire pairing in this writing assignment was the fact that Claire was too clinical in her writing. She couldn't share anything personal enough. And Eli had the exact opposite. He was, he, he could use someone to rein him in and to like sort of taper back what he was putting out. So Eli is supposed to be teaching Claire to like lean into her emotions. And Claire is supposed to be teaching Eli to edit himself. And maybe the world doesn't need to like know everything. So, yeah. Wow. There he is again, smirking. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have some feelings about this coupling. They're called uh, E. Claire by the fandom by the way yeah eclair Ooh, is this guy gonna be uh casey's new dad what guy yeah he's a fuck yeah i was like what 
uh, he's looking into possibly becoming emancipated or something. I don't fucking know, man. Or actually, I think the lawyer is there to like smooth over the transition of him living with his mother. I don't. I don't know. Again, two parent household never had to deal with this. I. I don't even know what a lawyer is. All right. Mm-hmm. Never seen one. I'm surprised that Degrassi doesn't just give every kid without <laughs> a home a big law. An apartment? Yeah. Yeah. He should like go to Fiona and just be like, hey, how'd you get yours? Like, I need I need one. But uh Casey's looking looking to talk to Coach Armstrong, see if he'll be his advocate. This is a big ask. Yeah, can you uh yeah, stand can you up tell... in front of a, a judge and tell tell them my mom's yeah. a piece of shit? Yeah. Tell everyone how dope I am and how my mom's a fucking bitch. Armstrong's like, I'm just your fucking coach, bro. I see you for like a couple hours after school for practice. Beyond that, like don't even look at me. Casey mad. Damn, chill. Fighting fences. Ooh. Casey scares me way more than his mom. Casey? Yeah. Why? Because he's keying cars? And he's he's got sagging pants? He's going to fucking snap. Hmm. Maybe. Like really snap. You think so? Yeah. Huh. Maybe we have another Rick on our hands. I don't know. Since Rick, if anyone is gonna kill someone, huh. it's it's gonna be Casey. We'll see. There are uh I don't I don't know. I think there are like two or three more deaths that happen at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let me guess. He's going to ignore her at school. Fucking it's crazy that Drew doesn't have an umbrella right now. You're what? not going to give me anything. What? You're, you're just going to. Well, I, I don't get the the reference. Well, because it's raining bitches. Ah. <laughs> Drew is surrounded by the ladies. Anyway, Allie's trying to get his attention. Drew's not having it. He's like, look, I had fun at that party, but uh, I'm not trying to... Make this official. Like you said, it's raining women. That's not what I said, but I appreciate you churching it up. He's not trying to get locked down. Yeah, he's QB1. But He's got to focus on football. You know what Allie needs to learn? Mm. What's that? There is someone who wants to get locked down. Little Dave Turner. His name is Dave. Little Dave. God, Sav's working for free out here. He's not getting paid for this. <laughs> He's getting paid in exposure. This, I mean, he asked for this. 
I don't know why anyone would ever want to be class president, but he demanded. See, Eli and Claire, they're creatives, you know? They have this fiery passion. A talented scribe. Mm. Claire Edwards. She ain't having it. She can't do it. You're making Sav look like a fool. Uh, this is going to hurt his reelection campaign. Mm-hmm. you know we really haven't seen much of snake as principal like we see him popping in and out but we see far less of him now than we did before you know yeah yeah for sure i need more principal snake A little chat. Look at Drew sliding in hot. So yeah, um, Drew is our first, uh, well, not our first himbo, but he is our first classic himbo because Spinner, I think, was our first himbo. Mm -hmm. But he grew into his looks. Drew, he had the benefit of being uh, cast at like grade 11. So he's already like, he's a regular dude. He didn't have to go through like a chubby phase or weird haircuts or anything like that. Oh, Allie just grabbed Drew's mm-hmm. ass. Did you Saw see that? that? She went straight mm-hmm. for the crack. That, that means they're going to have ass play later. <laughs> yeah. What if that's the storyline is that Allie's really in the like strap on play and Drew's not ready yet. Tell that story, uh, Yeah, I mean, Degrassi's whole thing used to be we go there, right? Or something like it that? It used to be. Yeah, no, that was definitely it. It goes there. Go there now. Give Ali a strap on. Damn, so she wouldn't read this in public, but she's going to give it to her, her mom. mom. Read it in private? We, yeah. She's no real yeah. artist. <laughs> I remember I remember one time in high school I gave my dad something I wrote for class and he read it and he re- and he he said why do they have you writing things like this and I was like well I mean it was a free assignment I wrote about whatever I want and he was like well why did why and I was like I don't know I just <laughs> wanted to I and he's he's like I mean it's good but he was very disturbed he was upset yeah <laughs> i wish i wish yeah. i still had that writing like that paper that i wrote oh only because god. like oh god <laughs> fucking 14 year old uh edgelord dom all <laughs> upset and in his feelings writing shit out fuck man Ooh, intervention intervention, intervention. coach armstrong the fucking dingy flop house supervisor dude casey's mom they're all in it damn armstrong is doubling down he's like i'm just your coach nothing more don't even 
Don't look at me, bitch. Yeah, if I was a coach, I would promise my uh, my team, like, come to me for anything. And the minute they come to me for anything, I'm like, Jesus, not that. <laughs> yeah. Come back hey, with something it's a else. line. Yeah. I'll help you with, like, I don't know, throwing the ball. Casey's mom is doubling down. I should learn her name, but she's just Casey's mom. AKA the future Mrs. Nathaniel Garofalo because she's got brown hair and she's a little feisty, Mm -hmm. which means you're going to put a ring on it. Yeah, probably. Damn. Snake, the beta principal. Mm, Cuck, cuck ass bitch. Stand up for your fucking school. Ah, I forgot to mention. Okay, the actor who portrays KC, his name is Sam Earl. Um, and I believe he actually he had like a Twitter thread or a Reddit AMA or something a while back where he spoke out about how uncomfortable it was for him to be on the show at this age because there were like literal adults thirsting after him. What? Talking about like how much they wanted a fuck. Yeah. Who like other actors or like crew no like fans or just oh, okay. Fans. I thought I saw this earlier, but I couldn't be sure. Eli's got like a tie on the outside of his like vest as a lapel, like it's a full like tied tie but it's pinned to the outside of his vest. You see that, right? Oh, I was like looking for it. I was like, wait, yeah. where the fuck is it? Yeah. It's I, on the, yeah. Weird. Jesus. But, uh, the headphones, God. yeah, his headphones have come in, come into play. They are Chekhov's headphones. He gave them to Claire because they're noise canceling. Mm. So anytime her parents are arguing or fighting each other, like, Physically, she can just put them on and vibe. Or she could just grow up, deal with it <laughs> like I did. Oh, yeah. At three. You crawled into your parents' room and you're like, enough is enough. Well, I don't know if I told you this yet, but um, Eli's hearse, its name is Morty. Big Rick and Morty fan. Yeah, definitely. Before right. it was popular. Yeah, he, he got in on the ground floor. Um, I believe it's like, you know, Mortis. Mm. Yeah. He, he just he, he loves it. he loves death. Mm-hmm. We'll find out why later. But uh KC has decided to come live with his mom at her stinky ass apartment. The walls are like yellow, but with brown spots all over them. This looks like mm-hmm. the worst place. And is it a two bedroom? How is it a two bedroom? This place looks tiny. There's no way it's two bedrooms. No. She's going to be walking in on him jacking off all the time. 
Ugh. Yeah. Casey's home. Oh, a little tear. Wow. Powerful. Wow. All right. That was heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about it. Like, let's get into it. How are you feeling? Man. Um... Like, this hit close to home for you. Oh, so yeah. speak to me as a child of divorce. Like, with the whole Claire situation. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think she's got to su- just suck it up, probably. Um, I think she's overreacting. Uh, I mean, the arguments weren't even like the arguments didn't seem that bad. Mm. Like, I feel like everyone's parents bicker. I saw bickering. No. I didn't see a couple on the verge of uh, divorce. I don't but... think my parents have ever had a disagreement. Yeah. Well, good for them. Um, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I. I think. Uh, okay. Well, here's what got... I'm gonna ask you. Okay. No. Here's what I'm gonna fucking ask you. Sit down and shut the fuck up. All right. Eli and Claire. Where do you see this going? Mm. Um, Paint a picture. Where do you see it going? I mean, you don't set up that a character has a hearse without one day having him hook up with someone in the back of the hearse. Mm. So I feel like all roads lead to that. Claire's... Eli and Claire, they're going to fuck in a coffin in the back of the hearse? I don't know that there's a coffin back there. I hope there might be. Um, But, I mean, all roads point there. I mean, they're flirting on aim. Mm. They fuck right. They write poems together. Yeah, and they almost kissed on a busy Toronto street. Like, there was tension. There was energy. Uh, how are we feeling about Drew and Allie? Where do you see that going? The Drew and Allie thing, I mean, I think it's pretty clear at this point that Drew is a player. Hmm. And he he's going to be very hot and cold. Like, hmm. And I feel like Allie is the type to, at least for a while, fall for something like that, where it's going to be... It's all hot and heavy, and then he backs off hardcore, and she gets all huffy and puffy about it, and then he just lays it on thick, and then she's like, okay, but don't do it again, and then he just does it again, and then eventually she's probably going to find him like making out with some other girl, and she's going to be like, I can't believe this, and then Dave is just quietly waiting in the wings, like time and again proving he's just a good guy, and eventually she's going to be like, maybe... I need uh, hmm. this is what I need in my life. I need a good guy, not a bad boy. Maybe. Okay. Um, and I think the only other thing was like Casey and his mom, but hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, I think the two of them are going to have fun. They're going to get into some shenanigans. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Casey and his mom really becoming buds. Uh, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so far in the season 10, are you feeling it? Are you missing the old Degrassi? Like, how are you feeling about these new characters, these situations, all that shit? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good, feeling positive. I mean, definitely definitely taking their time, which isn't a bad mm-hmm. thing, but, like, there's definitely people in... I mean, like, why the fuck is Peter still in the opening? Great uh, question. <laughs> the opening credits. He's like, literally the first person we see during yeah. the opening credits, and he's nowhere to be seen in the show. And they made a big stink about uh, Fiona... Mm. coming back but mm-hmm. i have feel like i haven't seen her in like four episodes really um yeah well yeah it's I, literally been four episodes yeah you're right yeah i don't know um uh, yeah i mean it, we're still like a little light on some of these like newer side characters so <coughs> definitely just sort of like waiting around you know we you know what's crazy is we haven't even met all of the new characters in this season and we're eight episodes in yeah that's the weird thing that's the weird stuff um but there are 44 episodes in the season so <laughs> and when i say 44 i mean like 44 two-parters so it's 22 one hour episodes but it's a long season yeah yeah it's like a regular season of like a traditional network television show um yeah all right cool well thank you for your feedback i appreciate it can't wait for you to see what this season has in store it's gonna take you to a few surprising places um Mm -hmm. yeah but once again we have another two-parter for you next week because the season is all two-parters all the time baby Season 10, episode 9, I just don't know what to do with myself. Part 1. When Sav's parents won't let him go to an out-of-town concert, Sav sets out to show his parents that he is responsible. And it's funny that you had mentioned Peter because we will see Peter in this next episode. I definitely remember a Peter slash Sav scene. But what I will preface that by saying is they tried to sort of set Peter up like the new spinner where he works at the dot. He gives advice. He does this whole thing, but they abandoned that pretty quickly. Like I think Peter pops up in a couple episodes in season 10 and then he's phased out and we never see him again until like the Netflix era. But yeah, so, yeah, we got that to look forward to next week. I just don't know what to do with myself, parts one and two. Um, until then, uh, this has been Wasteland High. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, so please don't forget to like and subscribe, mm. share with all your friends, tell your enemies, do all the things, rate and review. We're out of here. Goodbye. Later. Later.